Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and Robin Boyd has the day off, so we're rocking and rolling over here, and we're going to get right to it. We are bringing on uh, Dr. Lewis and Janet Lewis of Doctors Nutrition. Now, many of you have listened to me over the years and are regular followers, and you know how much I rely on nutrition in my household to keep us all healthy, happy, and safe, and you also know, if you've listened to me at any length, that I care for my 81-year-old dad. I'm a single mom of two elementary school age boys and getting proper nutrition into them is a nightmare on a good day. In fact, (laughs) today I was trying to get everybody fed before I could get on the air because if left to their own devices, old men and little boys and maybe middle-aged boys too, I don't know, they'll reach for chips, they'll reach for uh, garbage. Even though I work really hard about keeping prepared food in the house, um, they'll always go for the easy route. And, um, so I'm really excited to bring uh, Janet uh, Lewis and Dr. Steve Lewis to the show today to talk about nutrition, to talk about um, supplements, because I really look at my kids' classrooms and I see, and I'm just going to say it blunt, I see fat kids, I see kids that don't look healthy, their hair is not shiny and 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 healthy looking, their skin is not radiant, they're, they're like, I call them the zombie generation, because when I go to certain uh, groups of uh, families that really care about what they're feeding their kids, or they're aware about what their kids are eating, and how much exercise they're getting, all these things, they look a lot healthier, they're radiant, they're vibrant they're running around and then i look at you know my kids classrooms and the the, the school districts and some of the kids that are in their uh, after school activities and i'm like we've got to change we've got to do something for our kids and you know supplements is a big part of what we do as our nutritional practice so without further ado i'd like to introduce uh dr steve lewis and janet lewis today to the show uh guys welcome to the show Hey. Hey, Thank you for having me. I'm one one of those middle-aged little boys that likes the potato chips. (laughs) Oh, you know, Steve, what is it? You know, I, I, I cut up every Sunday, just so you guys know, every Sunday I go to church in the morning. Then I stop and I do all my grocery shopping that'll handle me till Thursday. I chop everything. I put it in containers. There's pineapple, there's melon, there's fruit, there's vegetables. Everything's all chopped up. Yet if I don't put the stuff on the plate and stick it in front of these three monkeys um they'll dig around they'll spend more time digging around looking for where i hide the chips and the cookies and the food good food or you know there's the snack food then they will just open the refrigerator door open a container and put it on your plate so can you explain to me what it is about men and i don't have any daughters so i can't relate 
Yeah, well, sure. Uh, as long as Janet pats me on the head and gives me a cookie, I'm a good boy. But, you know, first of all, <laughs> what you're doing is really, really good. But the first thing the listeners have to realize is our food is not good food and you can't eat good. I hear that all the time. I eat good. No, you don't. You can't. Our food, for example, to get the nutrition out of what our grandmothers ate in an apple, we have to eat 26 apples. And you've got to realize those beautiful apples you're eating, they've been sprayed 14 times with pesticides. They're a year to two years old, and they're ripened with ethylene gas. So food is not full of nutrients. And we're going into you have to supplement. And people say, but I'm taking a multivitamin. All multivitamins are not the same because, Sandra, would you agree with me that all men are not created the same? Amen to that, my brother. <laughs> as, as, far, not. as far as uh, wanting the salty foods or the sweetness, uh, many times we're lacking the neurotransmitters that make us have energy and make us have the peace of God in our minds. And this goes into depression, even though I'm not a military mom, I'm a military dad, and I'm pretty nurturing you know, and sensitive for a man, I've been told. Uh, so we've got a child in the Air Force. Um, the serotonin, or lack of serotonin, because we don't get it out of our diet, and that's the neurotransmitter that makes us feel good, and we don't have enough of it, and that's why we crave the sweet stuff, why we crave the salty stuff. And I'm going to let Janet talk in just a minute about why we crave salty things, because most of us have a suboptimal thyroid. It means it's in range, but those ranges come from a sick nation. It's not an optimal range. Right. So you don't get good nutrients and you've got a lot of toxins in the food. If you want to get well, all you've got to do is find a coach, somebody you really, really like, and let them guide you. And far as the salty snacks, you know, I'm going to let Janet talk about that. Yeah, the salt, actually, um, there's a lot of people that have low cortisol, which is adrenal function, which if you're stressed, running around, raising two kids on your own. If you get up in the morning thinking about when you can get your butt back in bed, it's a cortisol issue. Right. And uh, unfortunately, God has a funny way of having me learn these things physically, and it takes me a while to figure it out and put it together. But it, that has happened to me recently. And, um, you know, I, the perfectionist mentality, everything has to be just right. And then you're running on that all the time. And then one little stress comes along and, and knocks you all the way down. Um, the, the bad, when it gets really bad, you get the dizziness that goes with it, which I had for about three months, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And uh, Just a nagging depression. Yeah, and realized it's it's my cortisol levels. And all we started doing was uh, getting some uh, water and putting some of our minerals in it and a little bit of uh, the sea salt in it in the morning. And it helps hydrate you so that you don't burn your cortisol up so fast. We've been taught that uh, salt is bad for us because of cardiovascular issues. Well, that's a big lie. Salt is absolutely imperative for good health. That's why they used to use it for gold or monetary trade, you know, hundreds and thousands of years ago. So I've been craving popcorn and chips and that kind of stuff because it was full of salt. And now that I'm putting the salt in the water, I don't want the chips anymore. So um, there's... So, okay. So let me get this straight. Like, I just need to back up. You guys, like, delivered a whole bunch of information, which is really great. Um, <laughs> salt salt is that. not bad for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I was keeping up. I had my little notebook out. I'm probably the only radio show that takes notes because between you, me, and everybody listening today, this is my own personal therapy hour. This is my nutritional therapy hour. <laughs> um, but I figure if I can benefit 
from it then other moms can too so i bought all these different salts like i bought pink himalayan sea salt i bought all these different salts to include in our diet because i heard that there were all sorts of like trace minerals and little things in there that our bodies could use so you're saying that you actually put a little bit of sea salt in a cup of water and drink it like not just sprinkle it on your food or you know melt it in things because that's what our body needs am i is that correct right putting it with water and uh we have something called electrolyte energy, which is minerals. Uh, we put it all in there together and drink it. And I can tell you that I don't want the coffee and I don't want the the teas and all the things that have the caffeine that keep you up because the caffeine actually depletes the uh, cortisol some more, and makes your adrenals lower. But you have to you have to constantly feed your adrenal glands because most people have suboptimal thyroid or suboptimal adrenal glands. It's because we live in a stressful society, but. Stress is a, a big overused word with not a very clear, clearly defined uh, uh, parameters to it. Stress can be all the chemicals that you're getting in when you're eating your apples or when you're eating your genetically modified food, which all of us do because there's not another choice. We live in a very polluted society, so that's stress in itself. Then you've got the stress of having a child in the military, and it's like, well, we, we've lived through that. Uh, he ended up getting stationed 70 miles from us, so it's a little less stressful because of that. But uh, you have to feed your adrenal glands, and that might be lack of panathenic acid, lack of thiamine, which is one of the B vitamins. And, folks, if you're thinking, well, I'll just go get my regular, uh, uh, well, I'm trying to be nice. But I'm not going to name the name. If you go get one of the highly advertised uh, multivitamins, it won't work. It's like your ex-spouse. It won't work. Wow. God, I made so, a woman speechless. I'm sorry, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I know it's just, it's it's so overwhelming because when you talk about stress in the military family, you know, most military moms are single moms, especially during deployment. They're, you know, right. divorce is at an all-time high in our country. Anyway, you add it on top right. of the military stress, then you pile on you know, deployments and, and reintegration, you know, coming back and forth, things like that. And then you you're also on a base uh, where you may or may not have access to foods that you would if you were living, you know, in a rural country environment where you could get a farmer's market or or right. near even food choices. So I think there's some some different stresses that are put on the military family on top of everything you just talked about. I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, it's really funny. I was talking to a wife of an Army Ranger the other day and. She said, well, he's deployed. I can't tell you where he is. I don't think she even knew, but he called up or emailed us, and we just sent him a package over, you know, without even getting the, the inexpensive lab work. And uh, now the wife has signed up, and now her mother and daddy and, and brother signed up. It, it just goes on and on. The hard part in life itself, number one, get started. Number two, when you take the right fork in the road, you have to stay on that road. And most of us, you know... If you're getting well, that's great. But if you're just doing things off the Internet and you're getting sicker and sicker, oh, I'm a big fan of uh, Einstein. He says, well, you can't fix the problem with the same mind that was there when you created the problem or when the problem became created. So you have to do something different. Get started and stay on it. Right. 
We even got. Okay. Uh, we- well, I want to take us to commercial break. Hold on. I got to take us to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more. And Janet, I want to hear what you say after commercial break. This is Sandra Beck of Military Mom Talk Radio. My partner in crime, Robin Boyd, is off for the day. We are meeting today with Dr. Stephen Lewis and Janet Lewis, nutritionist from Doctors Nutrition. Now, for those of you that want to know how that's spelled, it's D. E-R-S, nutrition. Uh, it's a .org, right, or a .net. What is it? .org. Janet, .org? .org. Yes. So doctorsnutrition.org. These are different uh, vitamin supplements. We're talking about how to handle stress as military moms, what we can do for our kids, what we can do for our families. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to hear a little bit more about changing our mindset with respect to the food that we're eating, the supplements we're taking, and more after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Toginet Radio. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's in. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, 
Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and Robin Boyd has the day off, and I want to congratulate our listeners for uh, achieving a download listen rate of 2 million listens last month. Now, that was over the holidays, so that was pretty rockin' cool, you guys. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for referring us to your family and friends as your source for military family-friendly information. We are visiting today with Dr. Stephen Lewis uh, and Janet Lewis, nutritionist, and we're talking about our food source. We're talking about the use of supplements. We're talking about the crazy, 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 insane life that most military wives and mothers live on a daily basis, uh, especially juggling families during deployment. Uh, I want to advise you guys to make sure if you haven't taken use of your respite dollars, there are respite dollars especially if it's your first deployment or your your partner's first deployment and you have children, there are some respite dollars available. And those are monies that are available for you to pay for child care to give you a break, to allow you to breathe, even if it's only for a couple hours a week. Make sure that you talk to your FRO, your family readiness officer, um, to uh, find out more about your respite dollars that may be available to you. So, Janet, before we went to break, uh, we were talking a little bit about Einstein's mindset in, you know, you can't fix the problem with the same brain you created the problem with. And you had a comment, and I had to cut you off to go to commercial break, so I want to go back to you before we move forward in our discussion. Well, I actually just wanted to mention that uh, we have a lot of soldiers out that are deployed that that will uh, email us and tell us, you know, they're out here serving us these MREs and, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're horrible for them. And they'll tell you, Oh, my knees are aching because they're getting us in and out of those Jeeps they have out there. And, you know, we send packages across the country to the soldiers, um, to Afghanistan and all over the place because it makes a difference to them too. You're, you know, they're out there on the front lines trying to fight and they've got little to no nutrition, uh, nothing healthy to eat. And that's, uh, you know, not just the, people back home but the soldiers as well well and i know it's tough because a lot of our servicemen and women um uh are exposed to heavy metals they're exposed to toxins especially our crews that are out there um that are you know burning you know when when, um a couple of my uh groups that that i used to speak in front of they were talking about how they were incinerating certain things when they're over there and you know you're breathing in this stuff and you're in different environments toxic environments breathing yeah. in uh from heavy gunfire things like that that just can't be good for your body yeah and all the vaccinations that they receive you know that they have to have um we find so many people when we run their lab you know we started that on my child before he went in the service he never had one vaccination because we knew what they put in them and um the first time he got vaccinated was when he went in the service and of course they gave him everything and he went from having perfect lab work to oh my goodness it's all over the place now because of all the, the toxins that were in those Um, You know, that's something we'll continue to keep working with him, trying to pull out those heavy metals and that kind of thing. Uh, But there's so many servicemen that come here for their lab work because of that, that they're trying to get their health back. We saw that a lot in the first desert storm. And and we we still treat a lot of Vietnam veterans that were exposed to Agent Orange, which is one molecule away from DDT. Now, we banned DDT, I think, in 1974 in America, but we make it. We send it to Central and South America. They spray it on the crops and send the crops back to us. So DDT has been found in every sample of umbilical blood from newborn babies. So we still have it, and you have to have an increased amount of nutrition for your body to detox. Your body can detox. It knows how. It just needs something to work with. 
So yeah, we we test for all that. <laughs> it's 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 amazing the results that some people get, and the ones like from Vietnam that uh, were in Agent Orange, uh, the ones that are still alive and doing good are the ones that got on a bunch of nutrition and kept going. And we uh, have several that have been in uh, the fallout of Chernobyl where you know, yeah. they weren't even close to it, but I guess the, uh, it, the, it the, went fallout. A, the fallout went across the crops and they didn't realize they were eating the food out of the, the land that it had hit. And now we're seeing all of their lab with thyroids that are, are out of control. Um, so now there's a lot to it. It's more than just getting healthy. It's about, you know, trying to help your health along and try to keep on a good pace. Not just surviving, but thriving and right. feeling good and, and having a life worth living. Right. Well, and, you know, you look at all these things. Like I have a, a nephew that was born uh, near, he was in the, Cherno- the Chernobyl plume. And, uh, right. you know, there's associated health issues with that, you know, the Chernobyl heart and, and things like that. But there's so many things. Like you look at what happened off the coast of Japan. You look at, you know, right. um, you know, just on a regular basis. It's like, it's like you know, I always think used to think it was funny when we had those smoking, non-smoking rooms, you know, where like, you know, like somehow and magically a restaurant, like the smoke would just, you know, would follow the line. Down the middle of the restaurant. Yeah, I've like that too. Um, the wall. It stops at the wall. <laughs> right, it stops at the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you're right. I mean, our bodies are stressed at so many uh, you know so many turns. And and you know when I look at some of the statistics about the kids today are going to live you know shorter lifespans than you or I. Um, you know, it's really it's really a, a disturbing fact of life and and you know what we can do what knowledge we have uh you know like with these blood panels like i want to ask you because you you know never having had really any blood panels done and i i I know i promised you guys last week i would go over there and get my blood panel done but i i do have it on my schedule for this week and i will get my fanny down there what do they test for like what is it what do they do Do they just take some blood out of me and then send you a report like i don't even know how that works well, you know, basically when you go to your doctor, they, they run anywhere from one to four panels maximum, I guess, is about what we see. And it's generally based on what the patient tells them that they're having a problem with or what they think they're having a problem with. So those are the panels that they run. When we run lab work, we run 11 panels uh, and we do it for cost, which there's no insurance involved. It's $175. Which would be three or $4,000 if you go down to your other doctor and do it. But we're not messing with insurance. so. And, and when we're looking at the ranges, because America, as they get sicker and fatter as a nation, the lab values are getting larger. Because they'll tell you anywhere in those ranges, you're, you're normal. It's fine. And it's really not normal. It's common. And there's a difference. And we're looking for where it's optimal, which is somewhere right. in the middle of those ranges. So, you know, we've watched di- diabetes go from, well, at 6.0, you were a diabetic, to now it's a 6.4, you're a diabetic on your three-month blood sugar. Because they have so many people being diabetic, the insurance companies are having to pay for this, so they make the range a little further out, so now you're normal. So we've gone back and said, no, you're not. You're, you're a diabetic here. Your A1C should optimally be about a 5.4, which is the three-month sugar. Um, we have kids now that are coming in with their diabetic. Uh, they, just, they just can't absorb the nutrition. Their testosterone is low on, on little boys. That You don't see that happening until they're about 75 years old, used to be. Uh, but now you get them in their teens, they have no testosterone. And what's that happening to our reproductive issues? You know, we're not going to have 
them having the ability to reproduce down the road because they have no testosterone. And, and we, we're seeing more infertility as it goes, but these these environmental toxins we talk about, and they're in our food supply, not just you know the, the fallout from Chernobyl. Uh, these plastics, pesticides, phthalates, uh, heavy metals, uh, uh, fire retardants, they act like estrogen. So the average man has 50% of the testosterone compared to 50 years ago and has uh, 50% of the sperm count. But that's why little girls are developing their secondary sex characteristics many years earlier than what they're supposed to. And that's why little boys are more feminine because these toxins we keep talking about act as estrogen. Right. You, you well, see, see the, and I'm just, I, it's, I, <laughs> well, you said I heard me going like, this is why men are more feminine. I'm like, that's it. That's well, why I'm single. That's why. No, I'm just teasing. But, but I will say watching my, <laughs> my dad's always like, he's like, I don't know what they're putting in the water these days. These men just aren't men anymore. Well, and, and um, he's right. It know, is in the water. He's, he's right. <laughs> um, but the funny thing about that is, is, um, it, you know, not funny. I shouldn't say funny. haha. I should say the, it is true. When I go into my kids elementary school and I see the girls with the little budding chests and, and, um, some of these things that I'm like, Oh my God, you're in third grade. You're in a fourth grade. And, you know, when I was growing up and I grew up in, in, you know, outside of Buffalo in the country, maybe there was one girl, you know, who got her monthly in fourth grade and everybody was like, Ooh, mm-hmm. you know, now I'm looking at these third, fourth, fifth graders, and they're already processing this change in their body, you know, two, three years earlier, or sometimes in four years earlier than what I remember. And so I'm not imagining that, correct? No, you're not. It's happening faster. They're getting their cycles faster. And it's coming from parents that don't clean themselves up to start with. And then they reproduce and have these kids that have these uh, altered hormones. And then... We're feeding them genetically modified crap, basically. You know, and the, the breakdown, the genetics and all that. And we have kids that come in and they say, well, we want to get pregnant. Yes, but you need to clean your body up for a minimum of one year. And some of them wait and they have babies that are just perfect. And, and other people, they get pregnant really, really quickly and they're happy. And it's like, man, that's not really a good thing. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that can be done. You know, that's that's the key is find somebody you like, get with the program and stick with it. Uh, we We could show you miracle after miracle. I mean, we get emails and letters every day. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. And we appreciate the encouragement. But, there, you know, there's a, 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 a study in Puerto Rico about little girls developing sex, sex characteristics as early as age six months. So, no, it's not your imagination. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. All right, so I'm going to take us to commercial break. For those of you who missed the first half of today's show, we are visiting with doctors, nutrition owners, and experts, uh, Dr. Stephen Lewis and Janet Lewis, nutritionist. Um, We are going to go to commercial break right now. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about what we can do uh, with respect to our health and our children's health. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio. You can listen to us on iTunes at militarymomtalkradio.com. You can listen to us on our host station, Toginet. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. Just look us up, Military Mom Talk Radio. Spell it just like it sounds. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how our life can change, how our kids' health can change if we just make some slight adjustments to our day.
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the Wow Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelove live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and Robin Boyd has the day off, and we're visiting with doctor's nutrition experts, Dr. Stephen Lewis and Janet Lewis, a nutritionist, and we have been talking about some of the things that are wrong with our ability to eat healthy, even on a good day. We've got problems in our food supply. We've got a lot of chemicals that are used in our environment. It's really hard not to feel hopeless and go, what's the point? If we can't breathe, we can't drink the water, we can't eat the food. Mm -hmm. 
it's it's really a, it feels defeating uh, to me when we talk about these things. But you said that there's some rays of hope. There's some things that we can do uh, to help our our bodies and help the bodies of our children. Right. That's, you know, that's why we started doing this, because, you know, I went through having a hysterectomy and I felt that way, defeated, lost hope, uh, was put on a bunch of hormones that made me fat. Uh, I thought, what is going on? Like I said, God always seems to use me to figure these things out. So that was my first step into doctor's nutrition. And um, when I gave up and thought, well, you know, I'd rather be dead than feel this way. I was 35 years old. And, um, and she's taken our stuff for 10 years, and now she's only 30. Right, right, right. <laughs> it, it took me about, and you're rich and fit, too. <laughs> there you go. That's right. It took me about five years before we found Doctor's Nutrition. So from 35 to 40, it was not a great time in my life. And um, when Dr. Lewis had a friend that uh, has, a, has another store that uh, he told us, well, why don't you come run your lab work and let's see what's going on? And when we did that... And I saw that my lab values were not even close to being optimal. And it's not how you feel, because a lot of those things that show up are not how you feel. Yeah, it was a it was a snowball effect, I guess, of I didn't even know how to feel good anymore. And um, once he started telling me, hey, you know, this and this and this is wrong, and I started taking the uh, pharmaceutical-grade supplements that we have here that actually will move the lab values, I went from a size 12 back down to a size 8. And she got the joy back in her eye. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> took about so a year. That, that took yes, a, I did. That took about a year. So, um, you know, for the last nine years, we've been doing that. And honestly, at 50, I feel better now than I did in my 20s and 30s. Well, let me let me answer that, if, if I may. You're talking about, well, it may sound hopeless. Well, once upon a time, I was invited to give a talk in front of 90 people in this big medical facility here in Longview, and that included uh, mental health professionals, medical doctors, you know, dentists, and all kinds of people. And it was on stress, anxiety, and depression. I made a PowerPoint, or our son that went to the military made the PowerPoint. Stress, anxiety, and depression is not all in your head, and I went over the environmental factors, the suboptimal thyroid, the adrenal glands, your liver's not detoxifying right, and not having a good positive mental attitude, not having a good coach. And after that, I had many, many people from, it was a group of 90, they came in and one girl was crying. She said, I heard you down there. I said, well, why are you crying? She says, because you told me I'm not depressed and it's not in my head. I said, no, baby. She was young. I could call her baby. I said, no, you're, you're, it's not crazy in your head. And we fixed her. It was not a big deal. You know, there is hope. You just have to find somebody that's, you know, real positive and kind of hang around them. Uh, life's what you make it, but sometimes you need a helping hand. Look at Oprah. The only time Oprah ever loses weight is when she hires the latest guru or coach. And as long as she stays on their program, she stays thin. Yeah, the, you know, the medical profession, they're great at crisis. You know, if, if, if I have an arm severed, you know, I'm going right down there to have, have them work on me. As far as health and continuing health, not so great. Um, they always want to fix the symptom, which is kind of like putting duct tape on your oil light in your car. You can make it go off, but have you fixed why it's doing that? And um, you know, with natural medicine and us doing the low-cost lab work, we're getting to the root of why is the oil light on in the first place? And when you start fixing those things, then everything starts working better in the body, and you do have hope again. You have a life worth living. 
Um, and, and, you know, that's what I'd like to tell people out there. You don't have to feel bad. You should not feel bad. You shouldn't expect that, you know, well, I'm 60 or 65. It's time to start feeling like I'm ready to die. There's a lot of people that come here and tell us that you're, you're still living. You know, what, what was Noah like? 120, 140 something, you know, we're not even reaching half of our potential of what we're supposed to be living. And, and a lot of people it's because they've given up. Well, uh, and I think there's a part of it that's given up or they're like me where they're just, you know, like I, I have, it's taken me, you know, and I'll be honest to the listeners, you know, I met you guys, you know, a couple months ago, my original lab order from you guys were issued by uh, your gal Kimberly on December 4th, okay? Mm-hmm. It is now uh, January 26th. And I have the lab orders here on my desk. They're printed out. They're highlighted. You know, Erin that works with me is lovely. She highlighted them, so I had my directions. All I have to do is show up. Um, and for some of us, the process of just getting that little bit in our schedule requires a Herculean effort. There's been three times right. I've gotten in my car. I fasted the night before. I, you know, had only my water. I was ready to get my stuff drawn before 10 a.m. Just, you know, not like this is rocket science. But I got to go walk out the door well somebody's got an ear infection you know well he just threw up and you know that's the reality of what it is but what i want to say to people listening today is even though you might feel like you're running on empty and your health is okay and you're eating health you've got to make time for yourself like that's the one thing uh janet and steve that i realized like somewhere somehow i've got to carve this time out and and you know, do some things for me because if I'm not healthy, if I'm not, I go a hundred miles an hour. I'm like shot mm-hmm. out of the cannon at 6 a.m. in the morning. I go to bed at, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. And, and, you know, between, you know, two loads of laundry, running the kids to soccer and baseball, I'm not an inexhaustible resource. And I can feel myself, even though I feel like I'm fit and healthy and, you know, I work out and I do these things. How long is that going to last? Because you can't take your car and drive across country and not like change the oil, change, rotate the tires, right. do these things. As women, especially since this is a military mom show, we do not do these things until we get sick. I mean, Janet, you can attest to that. You raised kids. You know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, and the thing with your car, if it goes, you know, completely bad, you can always trade it in and get another one. You can't do that with your body. You only get one. And, you know, that's the biggest thing we hear when people get to be, you know, they'll start out at your age and say, you know, I'm, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I would like to do it. And then, then you see them come in on the other, other end of the spectrum. You know, they're 65 and 70, and they say, is it too late now? I, I would just like my health back. You're still drawing breath. It's not too late. But people are motivated in different ways. Some people are internally motivated. Some people are externally motivated. Sometimes they're auditory, they're visual, they're kinesthetic. I mean, Janet and I had lunch earlier. And she said, I noticed you only, you only took this one thing three days out of seven. She says, I lovingly put it in the you know, container for you. Would you lovingly take it? See, I would move heaven and earth to do anything to make my wife feel better. But sometimes it takes her love to motivate me to do it for myself. So we all, and, and I deal with that when I talk to people. How do you motivate yourself or is it external? Is it hiring me as a coach? And sometimes I have to get very gentle with them and say, you know, if you're in the driver's seat, why are you still lost? Can I help you? 
Oh, she's quiet. Well, you know, yeah, well, I was just thinking about like when you were talking about like, what does it take? It's like, you know, I have a friend of mine who I loved dearly and she's huge. And, you know, her son told me, he's like, you know, Miss Sandra, he's like, you know, he's like, do you mind picking me up from school? And he goes, you can just drop me off at my mom's house and I'm like you know one day I'm like oh okay whatever then he's like the next day and the next day and then he's like you know can you would you mind taking me to soccer and then finally I said to this little boy I said all right what's the deal what's going on in here and you know he's going into he's in sixth grade going into seventh grade this year I guess now he's in seventh grade but he's like I'm embarrassed of my mom and and she is huge I mean to be fair she's ginormous and the most loving woman you'd ever want to meet but But, but, you know, it's like one of those things where, you know, her son had the, had the, the strength to say what he actually felt. And even though she didn't want to hear it when I told her, because I thought that's the most loving thing I can do. It's like, I'm not in judgment of her. She can be any size she wants, but we also have to look at our husbands and our kids or our wives and our kids going, you know, that matters too. Your health matters to them. You know, your weight and your care of yourself matters to them because if you're especially like raising daughters if you're not taking care of yourself you're teaching the next generation not to take care of yourself you know that's kids learn more from what we do than what we say i really believe that that is one of the wisest things i've heard in a long time is we're setting that example i know i know how bad it hurts to have a, a parent die early when i was young but, yeah, my mother's about to turn 93, so I know the joy and the blessings of having her take all these supplements and putting off dementia for 25 years and having her very, very sane. You know, you know she's past 90, and she's done real well until the last year. So it, it's a matter of sometimes you just need to give somebody a great big hug and say, I want you to love yourself as much as I do and help them along. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And there's stuff we do like, like, um, like, uh, oh, we're going to go to commercial break and then we'll come back. But um, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio of over 2 million downloads each month. So make sure you go back and look at our other episodes. They're really good. Uh, we're visiting today with Doctors Nutrition, uh, Dr. Steve Lewis and Janet Lewis, nutritionist. And we are having a great, great discussion. And I'm going to go get my lab work done. Uh, I know I said it on the air on a different show last week, but I have made my appointment for this Friday. Come hell or high water, I'm going because I'm not going to be one of those moms that puts herself always last on the list because then, you know, we can't can't give what we want to give. We can't do what we want to do. We want to play with our kids and show up at soccer and run around with them and, you know, go to sleep at night with them, not fall in bed, exhausted, not run around like lunatics yelling at everybody, because that's some of the things that happen when we, we let ourselves go and we don't put ourselves at least on our to-do list. So, uh, come back after the break. We're going to talk a little bit more about self-care. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing. And I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, 
we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. As Christmas draws near, here are some interesting holiday traditions from other countries. Folks in Finland visit the sauna on Christmas Eve. Since Christmas arrives in Australia in the middle of the 100-degree summers, crowds of Aussies celebrate on the beaches with beer and Skittles. The Eskimos celebrate a winter festival called Sink Tuck, dancing and exchanging gifts. In 1828, the American minister to Mexico, Joel Poinsett, brought a red and green plant to America. The colors were perfect for Christmas, so the plants, named after Mr. Poinsett, started appearing in stores. What's a word for a person's name that ends up in the dictionary, such as a poinsettia? It's called an eponym. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's in. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Boyd has the day off, and we're visiting with Dr. Stephen Lewis and Janet Lewis of Doctors Nutrition, and we're talking about uh, what happens to our bodies. I want to talk about this segment because um, we only have, you know, a little bit of time left to the end of the show because this is Military Mom Talk Radio. Um, what does creating life, what does is, what is having babies do to our bodies? Because I had two kids, and both of my kids were premature, and both of my kids were fertility, uh, you know, I tease my kids saying they're made in a jar so the psychologists tell me that's a mean thing to say to them but you know they were made in a jar and I took uh, a year and a half full of uh, drugs uh, under this supervision of the fertility uh, clinic for my first child and then uh, almost two years of different drugs and treatments uh, till they finally got the baby baby cocktail, right? And I had Zach. So uh, during that time, I gained only 20 pounds per pregnancy of baby weight. Uh, I took the first 20 pounds off. I resumed the fertility treatments. I gained uh, 60 pounds with that. Uh, fertil- I gained almost 40 pounds with the fertility treatment program the second time. I don't know why I gained a lot more the second time than I did the first. And then I had the baby pounds on um so I carry extra weight, uh, and I, I, my kids are 8 and 11, so I really, the statute of limitations on, I just had a baby, <laughs> <laughs> you know, are worn out. But that, you know, I just think that there's something that happened with all that stuff. That's why I'm excited and scared to get your lab work done. Um, when you have a baby... And then you also take all these drugs. I mean, I was shooting up like a junkie, you guys, like sticking my belly, sticking my hips, anything I could do to grow these eggs. I took, oh, my God, I think I took Repronex. I took HGC. I took so many things. And, uh, you know, I could actually lift up the corner of my couch with one hand and vacuum under it with the amount of, like, testosterone and steroids they gave me. Um, But that couldn't have been good for me. Unless you're the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) 
Wonder Woman. Yeah, I know. Well, I did. I was like, my God, I'm getting so strong. And, you know, they're like, oh, you're taking this testosterone stuff. And I'm like, look, I'm cut. I'm ripped. Um, But, you know, what did that do to my body is what I, you know, I, I, you know, that it just can't be beneficial. That would be like more toxins, more stress on top of the stressful thing of having a baby. Well, people, first of all, they have trouble getting pregnant because things aren't correct. And a lot of times the body doesn't want you to get pregnant because maybe you have too many broken pieces of your genetics or maybe you just don't have the nutrition in reserve to happen that way. And once they balance your hormones, then you can have a baby. But I cannot tell you how many people come in and say, well, now I've had this baby and I've got postpartum depression. No, usually it's the grandmother bringing their daughter in that says, well, we've had a grandchild. Postpartum depression is usually a lack of B vitamins or a lack of essential fatty acids, which is usually the omega-3s. You or your body's wisdom has given the best it can give to the child and then once again the mother gets last so what could that do to you and yes drugs as much as they can do some really really good things every one of them has side effects and depletes you of nutrients and you're already nutrient depleted so you said you're going to be excited and scared excitement can be enjoyable and sometimes not but we'll make sure it's (laughs) enjoyable for you well, we kind of look at it as as a fork in the road because, uh, you know, not, not, a, not the fork that got us in trouble, yeah. but another fork. You know, we're not going to none of us are getting out of here alive. But, you know, the best thing we can do is to feel good up until we go. We want to really live. And and the problem is a lot of people, if they don't know, disease happens. It's not something that just snuck up on them and, you know, and nabbed them in the middle of the night. It's a process that has been coming on for years. You can wait on disease or you can just work toward health. Right. It's a choice. Right. So, you know, as far as being scared, you know, many times on those fertility drugs, they give them a lot of estrogen. Estrogen gets stored as fat. And I tell these young girls that are coming in here that are trying to get pregnant, they'll say, well, I keep miscarrying. And, um, that's usually a lack of progesterone. And I'll have them actually work with me for a year getting cleaned up before they carry a baby. Then they're able to carry the baby themselves without the fertility treatment. And those are the ones that have the healthiest babies, mm-hmm. the one that uh, J- Janet usually deals with those. I- I'd like to kind of make one quick correction here. You keep saying Dr. Lewis and Janet. I promise you <laughs> it's a very large majority of Janet, and I'm the guy in the corner. She <laughs> runs the thing. She says she's not as smart as me. No, she's very, very, very brilliant. She just doesn't have the formal education. I've seen her blow medical doctors and PhDs out of the water with her knowledge. So she runs Doctors Nutrition. She's by far way more than 50% of what goes on here. So let's give her the credit, please. (laughs) Only because I've experienced a lot of it that I I know how to treat them. Uh, we've had some young girls well, that have that have come in for like uh, hormone problems. They'll they'll tell me they have acne on their face. You know that's one of the signs their hormones are in, they're not balanced. And um, I had this young girl. She was about sixteen, I guess, when she started with me. And she, all she wanted was the acne off her face. And she said, "You know, my doctors told me I'm so messed up, I will not be able to have children." And I said, "Okay, you know, well." She was a patient of mine for, I guess, about three or four years up until the time she got married. And uh, one day she sent me a message because she had moved to Arkansas, and she said, Miss Janet, I'm pregnant. And she said, I was not supposed to ever be pregnant. And we had balanced her hormones to the point that she had a baby on her own. 
And uh, she sent she sent me a picture of the baby, and it's beautiful. And I keep it here as a as a reminder to me that you know God's in control of this. All we have to do is just give them the right things, and it's the sh- the show's up to and him. And this little girl's mother was really really still is very agitated at us because we knew her daughter was pregnant for many months before she mm-hmm. knew it, and it's like, well, hey, it's our job to keep secrets. <laughs> she was afraid she was going to miscarry, and she didn't want her mama knowing, so she called to tell me first. So, <laughs> you know, one of the perks of being involved. <laughs> well, but I, you know, I can understand that um, because, you know, like I, I can't even, I can't even count the number of miscarriages. I had most of them, you know, were before three months when I was going through this process, I got to the point where I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want to deal with their feelings of disappointment. I didn't want to feel their distress, um, you know, cause when you go through fertility treatments, a lot of times, um, you know, people are rooting for you and then they get really disappointed when it's not successful. And then you're dealing with your own issues and you're chock full of hormones. You want to talk about like, I was like psycho wife at that point with all this, (laughs) you know, junk in my system. I could, I could cry because I clipped my, this is a true story. I actually started to cry because I was clipping my dog's toenails and I thought no one is taking care of my hands because I was a first to go and get manicures and pedicures during that time because I was already, you know, under so many different, you know, chemicals. I was like, I'm not going to get my hair done. I'm not going to do any of this, you know, expose myself to anything. And I started to cry while I was trimming my dog's fingernails. That's how kooky you get uh, with these hormones. Um, yeah, that, so we've our had... body can, can, oh, go ahead, Janet. Well, I've just said we've had many women come in here like that, that are, they're in tears and they're like, you know, I keep trying these fertility treatments. They're expensive. They weren't working on them, and they said, I'm just tired of the letdown all the time. You know, I keep miscarrying, and and then most of the time they've got a husband back there saying, but I just want a kid. I just want a kid, and these poor women are so uh, unbalanced, and, you know, I, you know, I guess that's the whole thing is they got to get their bodies back to being in proper balance, and many times it's missing progesterone, not estrogen. I have to tell the men to quit being selfish, and if they will give to their wife, the wife will give back multiplied, and I said, you know, I'm a little bit harder on the guys because women are generally a lot more compliant. So, you know, you don't don't be selfish. You know, be patient with your wife. If she feels that way, if she's dead tired, there's a reason. And that can be depression, your environment, anxiety, diabetes, da 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 da. It goes iron, on. Iron. It can be iron, low iron, which is one of yeah. the tests that we run. There are so many people that have low iron that never know it because on their regular lab they they usually run at the doctor. It looks fine. But we run a, a test called ferritin, which is stored iron, and there are many women that are anemic or they've got too much. Well, the doctors will look at hemoglobin and hematocrit, and if it goes really, really high, they expect, well, you've got your iron's too high. But by the time it gets bad on your hemoglobin and hematocrit, it's really bad. So you have to look at a more thorough set of labs, and unfortunately, our insurance system uh, kind of ties the hands of our, most of our medical profession. That's why we kind of practice outside the box. Well, for you know, for women, when they're having hormone issues, they may have very heavy cycles, or none and, at all. Yeah, or the he- the heavy ones are the ones that make them uh, be anemic. So um, that's that's what it's really missed. And then whenever they're through or going through menopausal stage, then sometimes their iron goes high because they don't have those cycles anymore, which creates them um, a bigger burden on their heart. So they're a higher risk of heart attack or stroke, which is also a test that is on our lab. But there is an answer. It's either too many toxins, not enough nutrients, or both. I mean, it's not always simple to figure out, but there is an answer. You just kind of have to get started and kind of hang with it. 
you have to get through the well, fear and I will of say seeing that it. Thing about, <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, I just know that, you know, I've trashed my body. I had my thyroid removed when I'm 13. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really nervous about, I'm nervous. Like I said, I'm scared and excited to have these labs done because I know that I'm not feeling the way I should. I, I track my food. And I'm like, I shouldn't weigh as much as I do with what I eat. And then I wear my Fitbit every day and I get my 10,000 steps. So I know there's something wrong behind what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, so in my, an effort to live a long and healthy life. Oh, go ahead, Dr. Lewis. My goal with you is to turn your excitement into enjoyment. So I'll take that as a personal challenge and we'll pull it off. Well, at least you'll know where okay. you're going. You'll have you'll have a map of where you're going you know, we do that as a free service telling you what's going on in the body. We give you a plan, and then it's up to you whether you want to do it or not. Uh, we always tell people, do as much or as little as you want, but at least you know, and you're not just going down to the store and grabbing something Aunt Sue told you might help you feel better that may or may not work on you. Uh, that's Absolutely. our whole deal. Well, and I look at, like, you know, like you said, something that, you know, really is really compelling for me today. You know, my mom died a couple of years ago of breast cancer, and I, you know, look like, you know, you like, you know, these diseases don't just, you know, sneak up on you overnight. You know, it's a lifestyle thing. So I feel like I have a vested interest uh, because my kids need me and I am, you know, their sole financial support. So, uh, you know, I need to make sure that I'm as healthy as can be. And every military mom out there, you guys are vital. You are necessary. You are important. Uh, My name is Sandra Beck, the host of Military. Military Mom Talk Radio. Check out uh, doctorsnutrition.org. We've been visiting today with Dr. Stephen Lewis and the real boss of his company, Amen. Uh, Janet Lewis. And I, <laughs> I can see why you guys are married. I hope you're as charming <laughs> off the air as you are on the air because uh, it's good yes. to be hard on the guys. We need to be tough on she, them. She's that sweet all the time. <laughs> Well, I think you're pretty terrific, too. So uh, thank you so much for being my guest today. Check out their website, doctorsnutrition.org. That's a DRS for doctors. Have a great week, and we'll be back next week with more Military Mom Talk Radio.